a redhead, and an, an Asian, Asian walk into a bar. This is 20, 20 Martinis In. Hello, welcome to 20 Martinis In. What's going on, Mariah? Well, it's been a, a beautiful day, and I'm ready to talk about the tea. Oh, love it. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? I sure can. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's get on into it. So this week's episode, we're going to talk about marketing. Woo! Um, yeah, do you want to start with how you started in marketing? Sure. Cool. I think my, I think my first memory of marketing if we're going to count as marketing, but like my first introduction of marketing was when I was on Tumblr and I used to uh, make graphics. Like I had a, a social media for a Tumblr and an Instagram for books and TV shows. Love that. Yeah. I didn't know at the time that that was really marketing, but I, that's, nowadays we count it as marketing. Yeah. Running a social media page. That's sweet. And making graphics and stuff. Yeah, and oh, yeah. engagement. Yeah, little Miss Graphic Designer. Yep. Hey, I was also a Tumblr queen. Um, I ran two Tumblr blogs. Wow. Um, yeah, one. So I actually hated the season summer growing up. But I had a summer-themed blog, and I think it's just because the aesthetic of a tan girl lying by the beach was very in at the time and then I had another like typical sad boy tumblr um you know very on brand of me but (laughs) (laughs) I was like have you graduated from that I know no I have not (laughs) matured a little bit but not graduated (laughs) um but actual actual marketing besides that I had a conversation with a family member who I will not say which family member, but uh, they were trying to help me decide what I was passionate in before I went to college. And I didn't really know the word marketing, but I knew what advertising was. And I was like, maybe I'll just go to school for advertising. And I was like, bring it up to her. And on spot, she's like, all right, give me, give me a slogan. And I'm like, um, right now. And we're like out to dinner, hanging out. And she's like, yeah, right now. And I was like, well, I don't know. Can I give you till the end of dinner? And she was like, no, because we're going to go on tangents about other topics. You're going to forget to even think about it. And I was like, okay, well, I got nothing. She's like, yep, you're going to fail in the marketing and advertising world. And I was like, all right, well, let me show you. So, <laughs> long story short, she was wrong. Um, chased the dream. Chased the bag. Here we are. Um, How's that bag looking? Bag's looking Bag's looking mighty fine, I must say. Nice. Yeah, uh, you know. But uh, Mariah and I met through uh, a marketing job. So, worked at an agency together. And uh, that was my first big girl taste of marketing. Uh, I worked for a lot of small businesses prior, uh, doing social media marketing, social media advertising, however we're calling it nowadays. And, uh, yeah, it was my first agency position, and I realized, mm, agencies might not be for me. But it was fun. I learned a lot. And met Mariah. And you met the best person, yeah. yeah met exactly. the best person in the world. That's a fact. I, 
Yeah, I didn't think I was going to go into agency. I'd worked previously in small businesses as well. And I really did not want to be an agency. I think people were like, agencies are awful. Like, yeah, they get chewed they up and rap. spit out. Yeah, they do have a bad rap. Um, and so the only reason why I was even looking at agencies originally was because I graduated spring of 2020. And who else is going to hire marketing than the bread and butter of what they do? an agency so that's kind of that's kind of how I ended up in in an agency originally but otherwise I would have been okay staying in the mom and pop world and it was fun like you felt like what you did mattered um yeah but there yeah but there were some like taken advantages of when you're also that intimate with the boss as well not necessarily anything inappropriate but just all of a sudden now you're doing this in the name of marketing. Yeah. So what were you doing in the name of marketing that may not have been marketing? Any, (laughs) don't know where to start on that one. Okay. So this was before I was even marketing because I was working at Zaxby's and I was the chicken, but I'm going to count that as like marketing. So that was marketing, right? (laughs) There was a chicken dance on the side of the road for good old Zaxby's. Until I quit, they kept asking me if I wanted to be the chicken again, because oh. apparently I was iconic on the on the side of the street dancing. Oh, I bet. I <laughs> wish I saw you at that era in your lifetime. <laughs> um, but I've also, um, in the name of marketing, um, I have cleaned out my boss's apartment and packed it up. Like, apparently I'm part-time mover as a marketing oh. person. Okay, go off. Exactly. Clean? Wow, that's um, pretty crazy. I understand them asking maybe to help organize, like, a filing cabinet or something, but, like, clean out their apartment? Yeah. One time, the boss asked me to clean off. Okay, so once this one company, I was their part-time marketing, part-time IT, part-time who knows what. But like rock star? Yeah, that's what they call us, right? Marketing rock stars. <laughs> yeah. Marketing and, red flag number one. You're a rock star. Oh, my God. And I had to, like, he had a younger son, probably, like, middle school. And he had this, like, the son was older now, but at the time, it was his middle school laptop. And I was being asked to clean it off and, like, go through the files and, like, what scrubs and stuff. Like, Ew. And most of the stuff was pretty harmless. Like, there's a video of him and a squirrel. Um, like, what? I guess he, like, <laughs> he guess he, like, tamed a squirrel. Okay, but, go off! <laughs> yeah, but as you can probably guess with the middle school boy's laptop, there was um, some interesting uh, downloads. Oh, I, I can imagine. <laughs> I, was, I was not a middle school boy, but I was a middle school girl who had middle school boyfriends. So I could not- <laughs> So that was that was in the name of marketing. Um, oh jeez, was this all the same boss? Yeah, the guy that like you cleaned his house and stuff. Was this the same guy or different guy? Yeah, but I don't want to name it. No, no, it's... no, no names, please, <laughs> please, no names. Yeah. But same guy. Yep, same guy. Oh jeez, um, it was a family company. It was a decent size. It was a mid-sized family company, but. Might as well just call you his personal assistant at that point. Well, I was like the, what's the word? Um, I was like the little show monkey, I guess. Yeah. Beca- because he had a work wife. 
that oh. was like the personal assistant like he could call up at midnight with some crazy marketing idea oh. um, yeah was there but, a little affair going on maybe no 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 all right no. nothing too spicy no not that scandalous okay he had been mar- he had been married quite a few times but not to the, <laughs> not to his work wife okay okay fair yeah strictly business with that Yes, yeah, strictly business with that. Respect, respect. Um, but, like, I think when you're the owner, you start to think that, like, oh, well, I pay for this person's time so they can do non-personal, like, personal things and non-business Yes, what's up with that? Like- because I've seen that at multiple companies. Like, he's not the first person um, to do that. Like, do he's that. not unique. Yeah, no, I've, seen, I've seen that, too, happen to more friends of mine than me because you know my hard ass i'd be like you can go f off <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you are um, out of your mind <laughs> that's cute <laughs> yeah that would be my line oh that's cute <laughs> yeah but i mean when you're you know just fresh out of college right you know you need a job you need to make some money you're kind of and you also don't know the precedent you know as yeah well. i like, think that's number one and there's a lot of older people who are just like, oh, well, you're young. Like, you need to do the grunt work. Like, Right. And, you need to work your way up. And so they, like, give you things that make no sense for you to need. Um, yeah, but you believe them that you should do that, which is so sad. Yeah. Until you, like, open, like, until you get more experience and you realize, like, no, they were just plain taking advantage of me. Yeah, so people, if you are coming out of college looking for a job, do not get taken advantage of, number one. Yeah, it's something that you don't realize until later, but, like, you are consenting to things that you don't realize you should be consenting to. If you take a step back and think about your job title. Yeah. And what you're doing is not part of that description. Maybe you should rethink what you're doing um, from what you've been asked to do. Yeah, one time I was hired and literally that person was like, yeah, you're just a warm body. What? Okay. Thanks for letting me know. I have a lot of marketing work drama. Honestly, I'm surprised I'm still in the field. <laughs> I, I am too. Um, I don't have crazy marketing trauma. Um, my first uh, job marketing... Well, I can't even say it was a job. We we didn't really make it that far. Um, but <laughs> I was living in New York at the time. It was summer after freshman year of college. And I was like, you know what? I want to get an internship this year. And at that point, it was like, people really only intern senior year of college, okay? But I was full guns blazing, ready to go, wanted to learn, wanted to be at the top of my game when I got my degree and I was out. And had all these years of experience, right? Because that's what people say. Oh, well, do you have five years of experience? No, I don't. So I was like, I need <laughs> to start as soon as I can. So Smart. Yeah, but it was a flop because I'm going to New York City for this interview. And I was taking the train into New York City from where I lived. So it was about a 45-minute train ride. And uh, the first, first day of the interview process, I only thought it was going to be a one-day interview process, okay? So my mom comes with me because she was like, oh, well, let's just make it a fun day in the city. It was like a beautiful day. So she comes, had the interview, it was super quick. And 
I remember calling her after and I was like hey like I'm done she was like uh already I'm like yeah <laughs> what are you doing she's like uh she, was <laughs> she walked across the street found a bar was grabbing a drink and hey good on her she didn't want to go far and I was like well I'm gonna join you um long story short I go through about I think it was four rounds of interviews there was an individual there was a duo interviews just like me and another person um and then there was a group interview and then there was another just like one-on-one like tie in the bow kind of interview well I made it through all those interviews so that was going back and forth from where I lived into the city for about a week or so and I get there I get the job or the internship whatever and it's day one and it's me and these three or four other people that also were in this process with me and we were like cool and it was funny because these are the people that I started kind of building a relationship with during that interview process we all get the job and day one we walk in and they're in this little room and music is blasting and people are dancing and it's like 9 a.m ish <laughs> and I'm like mm, five o'clock somewhere on? yeah <laughs> I'm like what is happening here so um that was weird and I was like well I don't feel like I belong here right now but that's fine and mind you everyone was wearing like business formal clothes like this was not a business casual it's not a casual like this was formal business attire okay and Uh-oh, I think I know where the story is going yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is weird. So later, we're like all just trying to make it through day one. Well, we made it to lunchtime, and Autumn didn't go back. So <laughs> we make it to lunch, and me and all the interns, we were like, oh, like let's all go and grab lunch together. Well, I was the only one under 21, so we all went to a pub, and they were all drinking, and I'm like, well, I don't drink. Like, I'm under 21, and they're like, okay, like, that's fine. Like, you could still come with us, and... I remember I tried um, Red's Apple Ale made like a rosé. And I remember I tried that for the first time that day. One of the girls was like, try it. It's good. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it was (laughs) gross. I hated it. But um, I decided at that lunch, we were all talking and only one of the boys went back. Because when we went for lunch, the owner guy gave us the option. He was like, yeah, like you guys can go home if you want and change because we're going to bowling tonight. Um, so you guys don't have to come back for the afternoon. Like you can go home, change and come back right before five and we can all leave and go bowling together. And I was like, so I start my day dancing with music and now I'm going bowling. No, no, this is not happening. I'm not going. So I didn't go back. One kid went back and he was the test bunny for our whole group. And I remember we had a group me chat, all of us, and we'd always check up on him and be like, did you get kidnapped yet? Um, come to find out what this job was, was it was a sales job for, um, a phone provider and they did not market themselves as that at all. They were like, yep, we're a marketing agency, um, like a digital marketing agency. And these are our clients. We've served fortune 500 companies and blah, 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 blah. Um, that was a complete lie. When people Uh, say fortune 500, I want to see your roster. Right? I was like, okay. And at the time, you know, like, I saw that. And I was like, that's great. You know, there was no, like, glass door reviews. Um, There was no reviews saying that this was, like, a scammy company. Nothing. So I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I believe it. Like, this has to be legit. Well, it wasn't, which was really disappointing. Um, And that was really my first, like, taste of marketing. Like, 
I just got flim flammed. And so from there on out, I was terrified to, you know, actually start in the marketing world. Like the job that I got where I met Mariah, I first thought it was a scam. (laughs) I really did. I was like, yep, I'm probably moving from New York to Georgia for a scam, but we'll just, we'll see when we get there. But it wasn't. It was all great and legit. (laughs) But because of that initial reaction that I had of getting scammed, I really thought it was going to happen again. But I was like, hey, you know, like we're just throwing our eggs in a basket and we're going to figure it out as we go. And luckily it was, it was not that, but. In the interview process, did they ask, did they like mention anything about like being your own boss and and no. run, running a division? Because no. all the pyramid schemes in Georgia <laughs> and like sales jobs were always like, oh, like you could be like the owner of the Atlanta region or, or really, whatever. yeah. Because hmm. that your story, like the period, like my before I got the job that we met at, um, I interviewed for like probably 20 pyramid scheme jobs where they're like selling who knows what 20 Um, yeah and one interview like I the guy like didn't even he missed the call and I know I was like what (laughs) so then I I had one of those with a huge huge company and I was like yeah I can't work here you're gonna miss this and well and then also like I tried to reschedule and then I as soon as I got on the call I was like oh crap this is a pyramid scheme but I I, yeah but I did realize though pretty early on like the signs of a pyramid scheme once I like arrived on the interview um but I had the signs that you caught okay so the first sign is typically when they start talking about like pay structure of like oh like this is how much you can make now, but then, like, in six months, you could be, like, making, you know, six figures. Like, typically, that was a huge sign. It was, like... Yeah, six figures. Tr- <laughs> yeah, it was, well, even not even just six figures, but, like, the, the rapid growth yeah. was a huge sign. So, like, if you were um, starting at X and then... Mm-hmm. And and then then it also when they mentioned commission as well, that was another oh, big red flag. Really? Like, yeah, all at least the ones in Georgia. Like I don't know if New York's a little bit of a, a special breed. Like, well, I was gonna say where we met, um, commission was definitely mentioned, <laughs> but but it wasn't mentioned the same way because I was still making a salary, not or not salary, but like at least like a a retainer. Yeah, I like to call it. That's true. Um, versus this was like your your money was your your commission um yeah which is very similar to sales jobs though yeah but I didn't want a sales job I was looking for a marketing job true and And if you're looking for a marketing job and they say commission that is pretty pretty shady and originally I was actually looking for PR jobs Mm. yeah so okay yeah that's definitely not it (laughs) of course yeah so that's also a red flag and then Another red flag is typically when they send you, like, you know, like, it's okay to send an after interview, but you can kind of get in the questions, like, they want somebody who's, like, super ambitious. So, if the Mm -hmm. questions are sort of leading, that they're going to try and weed out the ambitious people, because I think they take advantage of, like, people who don't. 
ready to get their feet wet and are excited and ambitious and like that's who they breed off of like the idea that like oh I could run my own business yeah. oh, I could be making six figures um if I just work hard but little do yep. they know that it's not what it looks like um and then another which thing is was, scary oh yeah and then another red flag that I I noticed really quickly was when they were very wishy-washy about the begin and end time of your day. They'd be like, well, sometimes we get off at three, sometimes we get off six. Oh. Um, yeah, because it, it would be, like, based on, like, meeting sales goals. They don't mm-hmm. tell you yet. But right. that's kind of, like, what they would say. Um, and, and oftentimes, I don't want to say this is as big of an indicator, but if they try to set up a meeting with you, and, like, it's some young person who's mm-hmm. doing the interview, and, and it sounds like you're going to join his team. Yeah. It's usually a pyramid scheme. Because you also have to recruit your own people. So I think typically if you had an interview, there were a couple that I had that would be, like, in the middle of the day. But most of the time, they were, like, maybe 6.30 p.m. What? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Pyramid schemes are no joke. My friend actually did end up working for a pyramid scheme for a, one day. <laughs> one um, whole day. Well, similar to you, but, like, they didn't have the party and stuff. Yeah. But the interview, there was, like, the, like, music, and they're playing ping pong, and, like, the lobby area, and they're all wearing, like, very professional business clothing. Yeah. Um, but on her first day, she's, like, has to use her own car to drive from Atlanta to Athens with what? this with this girl, yeah, and that's like a two-hour drive if you're not familiar with how far those two cities are. But she had to drive from Atlanta to Athens to sell CBD gummies and like lotions and stuff. That's and only only people who really were buying were the uh, mechanics. Yeah, getting <laughs> so you know to each their own. Um, she quit it as soon as possible. And it's yeah. now just a, you know, a funny story. To a tell. running joke now, yeah. Yeah. She's doing We're... better, so. Good, good. <laughs> That's she... what matters. Yeah, but she didn't even, I don't even know what kind of jobs she was searching. Oh, yeah. She was searching event marketing jobs. And because oh. she had been in the event world and they weren't even marketing related. They weren't like, like um, what you and I do. Yeah. They were like events related. But then they would have like the perfect description and then they'd start interviewing, and she kept asking them, like, okay, like, so when do I, like, plan an event? And they're like, oh, like, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you live and you learn. We've all been through some weird things, you know? I'm sure there's tons of people out there that haven't, but a good majority of us have been through some weird career paths. Um accidental or not don't be I would say the biggest advice is like don't give up and don't be discouraged because there's like like I said I interviewed 20 of those and I easily could have done way more um and yeah and you don't know if it's bad until you get to the first interview because like you see a good job description you're talking to a like pretty responsive person And so you don't real like typically the job description does not match the uh, actual job um, with these Ponzi schemes and even sometimes <laughs> legit marketing marketing jobs too like yeah one of my, sometimes it's not all at one of my marketing jobs I ended up in the call center so you know yeah like to- hi I'm Mariah I'm actually not a salesperson but flattered that you think I am. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, and, um, mm-hmm. but you, you know, life has a funny way of working things out. Sure do. And, you know, I think your, your piece of advice of never give up, I think that goes for any sort of work that anyone does, whether it's marketing or not, we're just sharing marketing stories because that's what we do. But in any sort of job, you know, like don't give up, keep trying, you know, you're going to get there just because you graduated college yesterday doesn't mean you're getting a job tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Um, And so life is just being patient and, you know, playing the waiting game. But I would say stay connected with people. Like it is, you know, you can never, like, I don't, I don't know if you've had good job search and connections through LinkedIn, but I've definitely had good job search and connections via people I know. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say like, you know, like you don't have to like look at every friendship and relationship as like, a, Oh, what can they bring to me? But it is good to know like, Oh, well, this person does this. And you know, our, what is that expression? Like your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. So like if you, are looking to go in a certain direction, find people who are looking to do the same. same And there might be a great job opportunity somewhere down the road. May not be immediate, but could be a dream job in the next five years. Right. Or like something that I did before I got the job where we met, I was working at a golf course just to, you know, like pay my bills. Um, But I would meet people and they'd ask me or they'd make comments about, my job there and blah, 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 because a lot of the times um, people that also work there, oh, yeah, Autumn's just there to, to stand there and look pretty. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's what I was, you know, that became my job title. Oh, I'm just here to look pretty. I'm actually not doing anything, which really bogged me down because I knew how smart I am. Um, yeah, and you are. Thank you. And I wasn't being taken seriously there, which, you know, I I wasn't doing marketing there. I was the hostess at a restaurant, you know, but yeah, it was still like, you know, that takes some, you know, at least responsibility and organizational skills to make sure you don't overbook and, you know, like lots of skills that, you know, people might not see or they'll overlook. And so when I heard that, I was getting really upset and there were some, um families at the course that would hear comments like that and you know they'd come up to me and reassure me of like you're a smart girl you know they knew I was still in college and that I was leaving soon and this that and the other and this one gentleman he was actually a guest of one of my favorite members and we were talking the three of us and he was like yeah so like do you think you're going to work here for a long time? And I was like, oh, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to school for marketing. Um, I'll, I think at that point I had like a month till I graduated. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I graduated in a month. I'm studying social media marketing. Um, I really want to work in sports and entertainment. And he was like, oh, well, I work for this company and I used to work for this company and my daughter works for this company and my son does this. And it was all things that, and companies that I was interested in. And so at the time, I knew that I didn't want to live in New York or Connecticut. And so those positions weren't going to work for me just because I knew I didn't want to live there. But per se, I did want to live there. I could have applied, I could have written on my cover letter that, you know, I know so and so and he referred me to apply. And that probably could have helped me. Yeah. So I think it's just important to, you know, like Mariah said, don't use people for like what they can do for you, but 
you know, when it comes up in conversation, like, don't be shy. And like, you know, say what you want and say where you want to be because you don't know who knows who and how someone can help you. Because if you don't speak it up, like the answer is always going to be no. That's a good quote, too. Yeah. Yeah. Full of life lessons. Oh, we're like 20-something. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, how old am I again? Because I feel old as hell. <laughs> like, but and it's hard. crazy because we all start somewhere, too. Like, my first job was at Zaxby's. Yeah. And I worked in the restaurant industry for five years. But I definitely met some pretty cool people, similar to you with, like, the um, golf course. Yeah. Um, but we all we all move forward and we all look back and you know do better yeah and it's funny because there were some people there and the joke was oh yeah they're gonna die working this job and it was like you know maybe that's good for them and you know I wish them best of luck but I was like that's not what I want and I didn't want members of the club seeing me like that um did I love working there absolutely did I love my coworkers? absolutely but it came to a point where I was like, I need to chase my dreams and do what, you know, like I was set out to do and it's not working at this golf club. And if it was, it was to help them with their marketing, but I didn't have that opportunity there. So I was like, I need to spread my wings and fly. And I sure did. <laughs> yeah. Flew down, down the country. It's not really across. Well, up and yeah, down. You flew, south, you flew south for the winter and all year round. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, when I think across the country, I think, like, New York, California. Not, like, New yeah, York, Georgia. You know what I mean? But, like, it's, like, across, but, like, southwise. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's still, like, a two-hour flight. Yeah, hey. Yeah, definitely not as long as it is to California. I'll give you that, but. <laughs> yeah, probably my last piece of advice, and then you can say yours, Autumn, as well. But I would say that if you're not where you are in your first job, that's okay. Yeah. Um, as you can tell, Autumn and I have had multiple jobs in marketing. And I would say that each one has taught me something different. Oh, yeah. um, and it's given me experience in a different area. Um, mm-hmm. So it's all been exposure and just take everything that you learn from those other positions, even if it's not where you want to be permanently, yeah. and then use it to market yourself for the next job. Yep. Um, something that you know, for my current job that they really liked was my copywriting, my graphic design, and my um, sponsorship, like being able to look over contracts and being exposed to that. Um, That was something that uh, interested my current job. And the job before that, I worked at a carpet company. It was like actually one of the leading carpet companies. And they liked the fact that I could do graphic design, and that I was good writer. So every job I had built upon my other skills because I was a copywriter one time. Um, I'd done social media for like my college uh, club. And so every experience you take, it may not be your ending place, but it is a step stone Mm -hmm. to eventually where you want to be. And I don't know if I'll be at this agency for forever. I could be, I could not be, but I'll know that I'm using and taking the skills that I have um, until I get to where I want to be and I mean I don't know if I'll ever be at a job for 10 years and be telling my grandkids like oh I worked it there for a legacy or something or I guess it has to be more than 10 years I'm too young to retire at 30 but (laughs) you never know (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
but I would say that just um, keep your eyes open to just seeing how each marketing position can lead you to your next. That was great. I Thanks. don't think Jimmy tears. <laughs> no, not not this time. But <laughs> I just mean on a different day. Maybe I'll re-listen <laughs> and I'll I'll shed a tear. But I don't think I could give better advice than that. But in a technical sense, to add on to that, if you work in marketing or any sort of art, I believe marketing is an art. But anything like that, make a portfolio. Yes, babe. Start from the second you start doing anything, whether it's art, whether it's hair, whether it's makeup, whether it's marketing, graphic design, I don't care what it is, your first ever project, put that on a website. You can build free websites. They're easy. Heck, make like an Instagram profile if you do social media, you know, like have everything in one spot because those portfolios is what's going to get you a job. Um, That's where you showcase all of your skills. And that's something that I wish I was taught earlier. Um, I transferred from college to college to college. And (laughs) at the second one, it was not the last one, but at the second one, Um, I took an art class and we had to make a portfolio and the only reason we had to make a portfolio was because that was our teacher's selfish way of grading. It was the easiest way she can grade. That's why I say selfish. She was like, (laughs) make this portfolio. Um, and it was a website on WordPress that had like, she showed us how to make all the tabs at the top and do like the sub tabs and this, that, and the other, and you insert a picture of your art and then there's always a writing assignment that went along with it. So then you added your writing assignment and she created it off that. Um, We also had like, you know, typical in class, you put your piece of art on the wall and we all critique it. And that was another part of our grade. So if you only did that. Autumn, I don't know if I lost me. No, I lost you. Yes, you did. I was getting a phone call. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, oh, gosh, I think she lost me. Um, (laughs) My bad. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. But basically, what I'm saying is if you didn't add your portfolio or your art to the website, she wasn't grading you for that. And her point of doing that was that the art students got in a habit of adding all of their work to a website. And... I was like, yeah, but I'm not an art student. Like, why do I need a portfolio? Um, I took the class because it was an elective class and art was something that I enjoyed. Um, But I wish one of my marketing teachers had told me, make a portfolio website that shows what you've done. Like Mariah does graphic design, copywriting. Like that's where you put those work examples. Um, Because sooner than later, I you know, someone you're interviewing with is going to, um, going to ask you for it. They're going to ask you for a portfolio. And what are you going to do when you don't have one? Um, you need work examples when you work in some sort of art. And, uh, that's, that's my bit of advice because I wish someone told me that. (laughs) Well, now you're being told to the future. 
make a portfolio (laughs) update your portfolio I need to do that (laughs) yeah I have a digital portfolio that I made and um, it's helped me get probably all my jobs yeah exactly like I have I have a website that's my little portfolio um but it definitely needs to be updated well otherwise autumn completely like criticized my resume because it's too long yes it was way too long your resume better be one page and if you want to add stuff put it on your portfolio website there you go that could be as long as you freaking want nothing but truth in this sentence yeah girl like resume one page people if it's longer i'm coming for you if you need someone (laughs) to review it i also got you Alrighty. No. Well, thank you. <laughs> if you're ready to have tears in your eyes because Autumn ripped to shred your resume, hey, go ahead and bravely send it in to 20martinizin at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, we're going to be like, well, our inbox was flooded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but serious. That was one big thing that I did learn. Um, any red flags on the top of your mind that you have? Marketing red flags? Besides about, your your pyramid scheme red flags? <laughs> about getting a job or just like a bad company? Um, whatever. Um, Mine is, we're a family. Eh, it could be good and bad sometimes. Mm, I've only seen bad. <laughs> I would say my last red flag is if and this could be even for yourself but if you don't think that the marketing department's willing to learn and grow like it's like stagnant yep that's a red flag like they might be able to have gotten to a place that they are now because of x but mm-hmm. with the way that like life is just changing and marketing tactics are changing you can't be complacent you have to keep growing yeah. And I have seen some marketing departments just stop. Like, they, they only do things one way. They don't change. There's no young blood. And if they add young blood, they don't listen to the young blood. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say that, just in generically speaking, if you're at a working for a mom and pop or you're working for, you know, a company that you don't think that you can be the change, because obviously there's a little bit of challenge. You could be like, oh, I can revolutionize this department and make it my own. But if you don't think that there's any, like, growth, um, that's a red flag. Marketing's too diverse and too ever-changing. Sure is. Sure is. That's perfect. Thank you. Yes, thank well, you. Well, this has been the 20 Martinis In. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. See ya.